Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. I'm Maria Menunos, and you're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. <laughs> hey, everybody. <laughs> hey, what's hey. up, guys? Welcome back to the AfterBuzz After Show for Betty, our show on HBO. Um, and we're gonna, today we're going to be discussing episode three and four as we missed last week. Um, these, these episodes, I will say they were very juicy. Um, but before we get into them, let's reach over to my co-host, to my right or, or your left, Miss Kitty. She allows me to call her Miss Kitty. <laughs> yes, indeed, darling. Kitty Kaboom, how are you guys? Kitty I'm so Kaboom. glad to be back. I feel like I've been gone for a minute. So it feels good I to know. get back in the group of it. And I've missed you too, Kitty. I was like, oh my God. I, like, I was so excited Aww. for today because for the show. But I was excited to see you. And I was like, I I'm like, always like, excited to see you as well, Cortez. Looking quite dapper over there, sir. <laughs> This is just my quarantine look, my glow. <laughs> well, you better than me, because as you can see, I'm doing the best I can, baby. What okay. I got. So, as I said today, we're going to be talking episodes three and four, and they were really, really, really good episodes. Um, I, I, I just want to get right into it, and I just kind of want to talk about what did you think about the episode three? Well, I like them both. I really do like this show. I get what you're saying, that it's just kind of slow moving for some. Mm-hmm. Um, I mm-hmm. guess because I've always been like a fan of that culture, then I find it really interesting that these girls have decided to spearhead it, but not like in an organized, put together way. So it's mm-hmm. almost like, I'm like, I feel like I'm watching a younger version of myself just in a different arena. Like I said, I never skateboarded myself. I was never in that app, that actual environment. <laughs> But I always watch from afar, like, damn, they're cool. You know what I mean? They're doing cool stuff. So to see them get themselves into hot water week after week, it's just hilarious to me. And I love it. And I love that they're like halfway doing grown up stuff, but they're still children. So obviously the way they approach things is Mm kind of different. Yeah. I agree. And when you said when you said it in hot water, like I will say they definitely are in hot water. Um, yeah. starting out with episode three, you know, the girls are in like a diner or restaurant and, um, they're think it's, it's, um, Janae's birthday mm-hmm. and they're thinking about what to get her and our friend or some people's friend, Kurt suggests that she gets her one of the pins, uh, that Indigo sells. So apparently Indigo works with the guy she sells. She's like a, you know, middle woman for drugs. And she realized that her pins, her weed pins are missing. Right. Uh, that's Bait. what jumped her off this pins. episode. Her bait pin. Yes, bait pen <laughs> are uh, missing. So they go on this hunt, as they're not. There's no. There's no strangers to be on the hunt. They find out that the pens are missing, and these guys have it. So, mind you, in the last episode, Indigo got into some other trouble with guys. This time, she's in trouble with guys again. So, like with this vape pen, how? What do you think is the significance of it, and just how the situation breaks down when she gets the pens back? Because now she owes money. Like this is, mm-hmm. this is not her pins. Right. Um, the significance, that's a good question. I don't know if there's any symbolism or anything there, mm-hmm. except that mm-hmm. just kind of underscores, again, these are children. And despite the fact mm-hmm. that they're 
dipping their big toe into grown up activities like mm-hmm. selling cannabis. Um, mm-hmm. They're still kids on the go, making moves and stuff. So, and she smokes too. So, you know, yeah. not it is an altering. You know, it's not a hallucinogenic, but it definitely doesn't. You're not a thousand percent on your game. When mm-hmm. you're high, I don't care what nobody say. You can wake and bake and yeah. smoke all day, but you're little. That's the point of it, right? Slow you down a little bit, mellow you out a little bit, so you can get um, not mm-hmm. reckless. What's the opposite of reckless? A little lackadaisical, right? Like you're not on top That's of your. That's a nice word. I love that word. <laughs> um, yeah, so that can happen, and it looks like that's what happened with homegirl. And um, she just seemed like she was so on top of things. You know what I did think was very interesting, and I won't jump ahead. I'll let you get to it. But the interaction mm. between she and her mom as a result of losing the pills, uh-huh. yeah, yeah, I enjoyed that very. So much. that that was my next thing I was going to talk about. So she goes just like any other child to their mom, mm-hmm. um, and at first she's like, "I just need the money. I need I need three thousand dollars." Her mom is like, right. "No, like if you it's want no, money, so, go get a job." Don't you love how she? I have to have it. Everything with kids, yeah. is I have. I'll just die if I don't have it. Exactly. I liked. I first of all, I was I was glad to see that they showed her family because we've only seen Honey Bear's family. Like I like to see, you know, where these kids come from. And her mom seemed to be very prominent. She seems to be like on top of her. You know, she obviously not. I don't want to say she's wealthy, but she seems well put together. Um, And yeah, right. Well, okay, yeah, wealthy. And so. She's just so finally she tells she's like, hey, uh, I need the money for you say a, a drug bust or something. She said something, right, basically something. alluding to what it really was. But her mom was like, really, you know, she didn't believe it. I was, well, I thought her mom was gonna like kind of be like take it more seriously, but she kind of brushed it off. And like with that, I was like, what kind of relationship does her and her mom have? You know? That's what I found so interesting. I would love to know what the like. I, I'm looking forward to prayerfully them yeah. bringing in a backstory so I can mm-hmm. have some context. Because mm-hmm. I thought it was very interesting, just as you said, the way her mom reacted was mm-hmm. just like, okay, not really sure what that means. Like she wasn't thrown off, she wasn't yeah. all in, she yeah. was just kind of neutral with the whole thing. Like, girl, every two minutes is something else with you. You had to have the pot yeah. of boots, you had to have whatever, whatever. Now you have to have this, um, your mm-hmm. allowance. Because when remember when she said how much she get for an allowance? Three hundred, three hundred, some of Exactly, Baby, that's a lot. I wish I could. <laughs> I talked I to my, my I talked to my friend me. about that, and he was like, "Do you think that's a lot?" Yeah, that's a lot. Like, yes, a thousand dollars. That's people get to for the a children. child <laughs> that does nothing. It don't even look like you doing school like you're supposed to, little girl. And clearly, exactly. you have enough money to move and shake and get into stuff. So I don't know. Right. For me, my mama was never giving me. I can't remember getting more than fifty dollars, if that, a week. Wow. Oh, yeah. Like, why would I even get that much money? Anyway, it was a lot. And that's why I was just like, oh. (laughs) And if you can't budget that much money to give back, Mm -hmm. like, the good news is it looks like the relationship that she has with her dealer is an amicable one, almost like a family affair. Yeah. Um, so the fact of that, that was good, that she didn't try to keep it from him or hide or dock yeah. or dodge. Well, she did. But well, she, she did. Caught, yeah, she did. Yeah. yeah. But once she was caught, she was like, all right, this is the sitch. You know what I mean? This is how this is going down. And not once when he was like, you better get my money. It wasn't, I like that about yeah. it. You know, it wasn't like a pimp He was situation. looking out for yeah, he was like, okay, but mm-hmm. just understand this is not about me. We got to make this yeah. work. We got to figure this right. out. So I thought that was kind of interesting too, because they're always breaking bad like they grown. All right, I'm going to take care of it. Da-da-da-da. Like, little girl, you're the one in this mess and you did it to yourself. So how about you just relax and take some advice from an adult that might be able to help you, dear? Yeah, I thought I that was interesting. So, okay, so with her mom, it's, it's 
seems like she knows she has resources as in she goes and basically steals the, mo- the money from her mom and she writes a check so I that mean, thing she I wrote don't... a check that her ass not gonna be able to cash baby well she Woo. well we'll talk we'll talk about the check okay so <laughs> okay so let's talk about honey bear honey bear uh we got to know a little bit more in the last episode we met her family and she is the uh videographer of the group you know she's new mm-hmm. to the group as well in this episode last episode we there was a girl that Kurt brought to her attention that she liked. She kind of brushed it off, but then in the end of last episode, she basically reveals that she did like her. So mm-hmm. now, Honey Bear, um, if, if her storyline is moving a little bit more into like a, a love story. She's met this girl. Every time she sees her, she's a little shook, but now she talks to her. Um, finally. And finally, exactly. And I like that, that they're kind of finally giving the characters their own stories um mm-hmm. hers is more based off of you know her and this girl and mm-hmm. finally they talked and at, at, at the party what do you think about honey bear and i guess her her personality and just how she is with this girl with versus the group because she seems to be the most level-headed one of oh the yeah group. She's, she's very even keel yeah well, what do you think about her relationship with the girl i'm I think it's an interesting, once again, going yeah. back to our youth, I think it's an interesting mm-hmm. dichotomy. There's another mm-hmm. word for you. Now, the dichotomy <laughs> that she is um, so even keeled, seems so yes. measured, and mm-hmm. so almost the most mature of the group because she's able to take a step back and not be so reactionary. So I think it's interesting that her outside, her persona, mm-hmm. and how she dresses and stuff, I mean, she literally walks around with a button down. Oh, I'm sorry, y'all. A button down. And then, uh, um, you know, pasties or, or, or mm-hmm. right? Or her <laughs> nope. I mean, granted, she got a little bee sting. They're cute. But the point is that, <laughs> that you feel comfortable enough to come outside like this, right? Yeah. Hair done yeah. up. Like she clearly, and it's not an attention grab. I don't get that impression. Yeah. For her, it's not like flashy, like, check me out. I'm doing things. It's more yeah. like I'm expressing myself. This is how I get down. I'm comfortable in my skin. And... Mm-hmm you know, accept me kind of how, how I am. So with that kind of, um, what is that when you have that inside yourself confidence Yeah. that it surprises me that she's so, again, the dichotomy is that she's that. She's a little timid. But, she's a little timid. But she's timid, yeah. right? When yeah. the girl's she's like, um, didn't you try to talk to me? She was like, no, that wasn't me. But you just drove past me. I thought you were going to speak. No, that was, girl, of course it was you. I think she looked just like you. She's an introvert. You know, yeah. I think, and that it shows like I I know people like her to where she you know she is very uh, express she is very very expressive like she has mm-hmm. her pressed out and she's very uh, just very artistic in terms of how yeah. she is, how she stuff but that still she's still very like I said timid like she's very shy I think that is the way she can be loud and express herself is by showing her boobies or showing you or your you, you say her beast beast things her beast things <laughs> she got little baby boobies <laughs> so she's little boobies. I, yeah, I enjoy her character. I think it's needed amongst this group because, you know, and there's so many, not, uh, I don't want to say there's too many strong heads, but she does take the, the position back and kind of observes. And she keeps them more together when they are slightly falling apart. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. But I not agree. intentionally. She's not like not the glue yeah. that binds. There's only yeah. one that, in my opinion, that has that glue. Mm-hmm. And that's, mm-hmm. what's the white girl's name that I said, like, her. like she grew up in a thank you Kurt is very much like she wants to be mm-hmm. the glue more than mm-hmm. anything like she wants to be the leader she wants the girls to come to her because she's mm-hmm. always asserting herself 
She's always mm-hmm. putting herself out there like, what just happened? I'm in, uh-huh. what, what needs to go down? I got this. No, she ain't got nothing. She is hilarious. But you got to love it. She got definitely a pair of balls on her. She does. So speaking of those balls, <laughs> <laughs> she, um, in this episode, her, you know, she's with them. And of course you have, um, what, what happens? She goes into, she's the one that starts this whole fight. But as we rewind, we go as back to, to to Janae. Mm-hmm. Janae um, is still struggling with the, her friend and the girl that, that she, she accused. I mean, she accused him right. of sexual assaulting her. So right. she's struggling with that at the party where, where Honey Bear meets the girl that she likes. Because that was she her confer- mission. Remember? It was. It was her mission. Yep. It's your it birthday mission. and you worried yeah. about this guy and the accusations exactly. and finding the girl. And-, and, you know, and that's where it started. So initially... Heart. Initially, Kurt came to her, happy birthday, wrong balloon and everything. But, you know, she kind of put this bug in Kurt's ear that I want to go and mess this girl up. And Kurt being yes. the she is, she's like, you know, let's let's go get her. Like, as honestly, as any type of friend should be, in my opinion. They um, should. But, Kurt, Cortez, let's take yeah. the context of that fight. A good yeah. friend means I got your back, girl, right or wrong, I'm going to hold you down. Yeah. But at yeah. the same time, if I can stop you before it even begins with yeah. with head, with thoughts mm-hmm. and with logic, as opposed mm-hmm. to because you're, you're headstrong right now, not yeah. based on logic. You heard this man plead his case. You don't know where this little girl's coming from. You don't yeah. know what the experience was for her. And as a woman, you ain't even got to be a feminist to appreciate the fact that this is a very serious accusation. I agree. And whether it's true or not, the way to go about it is not hardly go hot, cold and just pull off and smack the girl in her face or try to fight her. Like, what yeah. is that on your day? It's your day, boo. Go celebrate you. Come back to this revisit after you calm down, gave it some thought and approach that girl. Like, let's go have some lunch. Let's go smoke a doobie. Let's, you know, have a drink or whatever and have a discussion. Cause this is my best friend. And he's saying some very damaging thing or you're saying yeah. some very damaging things about him. So make me understand how that works as opposed, but there she's a child, right? So yeah, you're emotional, of you, of you're reactionary. You're like, Oh, I'm about to go get it in. You come in what's up what's good let's get it and before the girl can even open her mouth she started you know get on her face then she got the twin and mm-hmm. it was so messy Real so messy. okay so in that scene a lot happened so she i do feel she was very aggressive with the girls in oh, my yeah. opinion um and it breaks out into a fight because kurt unless she sees from a distance what's going on honey bear goes over there first Let's just mm-hmm. say Honey Bear does leave her day. I thought she wasn't gonna leave because it took a because the girl was the girl she was dating was trying to like give her something. And I was like, Honey Bear, the go phone number. Your friend out. Yeah, the phone number. Like, go over there. So she gets over there and um she tries to be like, hey, chill, hey, chill, hey, chill. Kurt comes over, the big bad wolf, gets you in trouble with know. the guy and throws a skateboard through the window. It just basically escalates. And <laughs> it's funny because they like. She's like, don't, don't run. You, you know what happens to people when they run. And it's like the same thing happens. They go to jail. <laughs> of course. But why she stuck around is beyond me. Everybody else split and was out of there. They should have just like ran. cops, right? Like they were I get it. I girl. get it. I guess they were trying to do the right thing. Like, oh no, don't run. Because you'll look guilty. But it's like, no girl, you got to run. But you because- are guilty. So <laughs> statement is going to do what? But they Throw don't, the you know, the off- officers don't see that. They only see the the whole explosive situation and they just react. You know, I mean, obviously that's what happened in the episode. Yeah. Um, and that ends the episode. So now, you know, they are off to jail, which brings us into episode four, mm-hmm. where a lot of the episode is spent. Now, in episode four, um, only Camille, who we didn't talk about in the last episode, we're going to talk about her more this one. 
Camille, uh, Honey Bear, and Janae are in jail. Mm. And uh, Honey Bear, she, you can tell she's kind of like distraught, like this is not, she's not, this is not sitting well with her. But Janae and Camille are having this back and forth, mainly over the situation that happened, but more over the bowl that happened in episode one, where Camille left um, Janae and the rest of the girls outside. So what are your thoughts on this I, I was confused to be quite honest with you and okay. not much goes over my head but I was watching <laughs> and I was like wait what is the anger about like y'all are literally mm -hmm. locked down and instead of joining forces like twin powers y'all at mm -hmm. each other's throats and for what and you already know that honey bear was gonna take her I mean um uh yeah honey bear take herself out of that hole she's just yeah. a different mindset so she's not about the she's not confrontational Right. She's like, these are my girls. I love y'all, but look where this ended us up. I'm over here trying to get myself together. Yes. Um, but I didn't understand the fight, to be honest with you. What, 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 I mean, what was the root of the argument? I'm sorry. I was just confused. So the argument basically, it, it started with Camille saying that you're basically blaming Janae for them being in jail. Okay. And Janae was like, no, I didn't, I, I talked to those girls. But Kurt was the one that started the fight. Started the and that's very true. And and that's what happened. So they kind of had that moment. And then Camille was kind of like, "You are you? You're just still upset about Winter Bowl." And mm -hmm. then so that opened. I don't think what's Winter Bowl. The Winter Bowl was the event that uh, Camille got into in the first episode when they were finding the backpack, the big skateboard event. Oh, or the yes. park, whatever that's it was. why I guess I yes. was confused. I'm like, what are they yes. referring to? It was the, My it bad. was the winter, yes, winter bowl was the, the skate park or the skate event that right. she got into and left them outside. They didn't get into. There you so, oh, yes, I don't think, I yes. don't care for her, right? Right, 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 right. <laughs> My bad, okay, so, I remember, but I didn't remember. Yeah, I don't think that Janae was upset about that backpack at that time. I think that wasn't even in her mind. But when Camille brought it back up, it opened the wound, which I can relate to that. I, like, that's kind of like, it's, it's how it happens. Like, you're not really thinking about something, but when someone brings it up, you're like, oh yeah, you know, like, I'm not mad, but it, it wasn't right. So that's what they get into it about. And that's mm -hmm. why homegirl over here, that was uh, the lady that was sitting next to them was like, y'all shut, I'm trying to sleep. That's right, why she right, was like, right. Y'all are arguing about a bowl, which, I mean, she probably thought it was like a bowl. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But they were talking, you know, she didn't know. But so it wouldn't even matter the... if she did know. Like, she's a lady yeah. locked up in jail. I don't want to hear this back and forth nonsense between y'all two. She At the end of the day, that. you probably about to go home. Somebody, your mama going to come get you. Y'all going to yeah. be, back, be back friends by this evening, and I'm going to still be stuck here. I don't want to hear about your little insignificant skateboarding escapades right. and all that. That's not relevant to me. I can appreciate that. What is y'all squabbling about? I mean, I agree. She and that lady, she was. It, it's a holding room. It's like, lady, come on now. Like, you can't. I can't if she was in jail, but she was a very massive lady. I would probably shut up too. So <laughs> I'm not even gonna lie. <laughs> so your okay, position, let's right? take a moment from the jail scene and uh, dip into Camille because we didn't talk about Camille in episode three. But her story carries more into this one, which show which. What happens in episode three moves into episode four and it just it blows up. So with her, you know, she's with these guys. She's still, initially I feel like it was about skating, but now it seems to be more of a love connection in terms of mm -hmm. what she thinks. I think she really likes the guy, but he told oh, yeah. her in, in, in the previous episode that, you know, I, I'm, I'm skating with you because I think you're talented, not because you're cute. But to mm -hmm. her, she really likes this guy. Yeah. What are your thoughts on her and this guy? Because when they do get out, I know I'm skipping ahead, but when they do get out, she thinks it's him. She is, she, he is the person that she calls for her mm -hmm. one call, uh, but it's not him. And honestly, yeah. when she called him, he didn't really 
he was just like, oh, you in jail? Oh, wow. <laughs> exactly, right. Like, and you want me to do what about that? Yeah, clearly exactly. she has a crush on this guy. I think that she feels flattered that he sees her talent. Um, I don't mean yeah. to put that in quotes. She is talented, I guess. Um, yeah. <clears throat> so yeah, I'm sure she appreciates that aspect of it, but clearly she has a crush on this dude. And he's doing his best to like, it goes back to, again, age and maturity because I can't tell or I couldn't tell in that scene initially when they started to talk about when they were walking home, whether or not he really does like her and he's just trying to play it down like, look, he'll cool your jets. You know what I mean? Let me be the one to initiate or let me, I feel like he wants to control the situation. Think yeah. about it when they got to his door, he was like, okay, so yeah, I'll meet you in an hour. I'm going to go take a shower. It was yeah. fine for me to come upstairs last time. Why can't I come up? You know what I mean? Like he's playing little Jedi mind tricks with her. Mm -hmm. I get uh, or no, at least during that time he was so I, I think that it's kind of I don't want to say pathetic but it breaks my heart a little bit to see her keep like pining after this dude mm -hmm. that for whatever reasons is keeping her at bay so she probably should have called her mama not a dead one I mean I know she probably thought like maybe I can get out of this and my mm -hmm. mother not find out mm -hmm. <clears throat> excuse me but mama is always the best route just take your mm -hmm. lumps you know because at least you know you're going home why would you put your faith in this boy <laughs> yeah I agree and it's her it's it, like you said it kind of breaks my heart a little bit because it's like she is talented but she is clearly needs to be hanging with these girls versus these guys like i know she wants to skate and be invited yeah. and stuff like that but um she does apologize she does apologize to janae for not getting them in because technically she was wrong you know they did help her and she even said that you know i know she apologized to honey bear right at the grocery store well it was you know she did it twice she apologized oh, to yeah. honey bear first and Honey Bear was like, you know, I don't care. Like, I'm, I'm good. You but of course she did them. care. But it was cute right. that she did that. Exactly. And now in jail, she did apologize to Janae. She basically yeah. said that she she's sorry for what happened and that she did have a good time that day. So it, it clearly she likes these girls, no matter how. I think her, you know, trying to get in with these guys is like dividing her from making a relationship because it's like she has to choose a side. It's unfortunate, but she has to choose a side because it's like the, these girls are like we're. Like women empowerment, we don't really we the guys they're over there, we're over here, and I feel like she's over here with the guys, and they're like girls, you know, it's just a it's a division. So she's in the middle with her character. Yeah, uh, but I, she put right. herself so, there. I feel like there's did. a lot of self sabotage on her part, you know. Of course. She remind again, so many of this these aspects remind me of myself. I probably shouldn't disclose all this, but I yeah, I just remember <laughs> being young and feeling like, and I still have to work very hard on not mm -hmm. being so reactionary. So I think that a mm -hmm. part of her is like, I'll befriend the boys because they're the real skaters. And I actually physically like this boy. And I wanna be down with the cool kids. I wanna be down with the kids that are making waves and creating, you know, I want to be positioned in such a place that people look at me and be like, oh, I get that from her. That vibe from her is so like, I wanna say thirsty, mm -hmm. but low key thirsty. Right, it is. it is a little thirsty, but with the girls, I think that she thinks she'd be settling somehow. Like, I mean, yeah. we're all girls, we're just trying to make this life. I don't, y'all are cool, I guess, but the yeah. boys is where it's at, you know. So, I want to, instead of knowing, as we know as adults, that it's you know, you're, you're stronger together, and it mm -hmm. makes more sense for you to solidify your allegiance to a group of people that's gonna have your back. You know, Kirk mm -hmm. gonna have your back if don't nobody else will. More so than these guys, the boy told you to your face, he don't even like you. Whether that's true yeah. or not, that's what he said. Yeah. So why he basically, would you continue yeah. to 
Yeah, like you're basically going to a door that said, we don't have no more food. And you see somebody else get fed, the cool kids get fed, and you go back to the door. They don't already told mm-hmm. you they ain't got no more food. Clearly they're giving mm-hmm. it to people that they want to give it to. Don't eat there. Like, let it go. You know what I mean? You don't got to eat that food. Bump that food. But she doesn't, you know, she's young. No, she's she doesn't food. register. And I hope, yeah. hopefully, after what happens in this episode, hopefully she, you know, wakes up. I know. That's because that, she or got not. a wake up call. When, well, I or hope not. she does. You know, I, I, would, I don't like want to see. see her continue to be a bit of a protagonist, not protagonist, antagonist. I'd like to see her stay on the out and keep on mm-hmm. bumping her head against the wall and maybe something goes down with the guys. Nothing, you know, I don't want nobody trying yeah, to rape the baby or, you know, be sexually. Yeah. 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 But like, maybe they get a little too rough with her or too comfortable yeah. or too whatever. And she's like, I probably should hang with the girls that are, you know, mm-hmm. they'll get me. Yeah. Right? Um, so yeah, I, I, to be honest with you, in terms of a storyline, I kind of wish that she would stay on the outskirts just to see how that plays out. No, she, and like I said, I don't, her character, it's a cool character. I just want her to, like, I want her to wake up. I don't, I don't really want to see her stuff anymore. It's like, we, we're four episodes in, like, all right, this guy doesn't really like you like that. Let's, let's cut it short. Hang with these girls. They, they seem to be fun. They got their own little mess going on, but you know, that's that on that. Yeah. Um, Speaking of the other girls, so while they're in jail, um, we have Indigo, who had this check now, uh, with Kurt, and they get the call that they're in jail, and I love that Indigo takes it upon herself to, she feels obligated to get them out, you know, she's in so much trouble right now, because she has, she owes $3,000 for these vape pens, but she uses, obviously uses the money to get them out. Um, Kurt is being Kurt, and Honestly, Kurt's character in this episode was very annoying to me. I started to see the distinctiveness in how she speaks with the girls versus how she speaks because she also, well, I don't want to fast forward. So let's go back. Wait, we'll go back. Be- they get them out and they get out of jail. Uh, we only see um, Janae and Honeybear get out. And we see Camille gets out on her own. When they get out, there's a big argument between Janae and um, Kurt because they confront Kurt and say, it's your fault, you caused all this, and Kurt kind of storms off. We talked about this earlier, saying that we do feel that it was equally their fault, at least I think it's what we got from it, because Janae was very aggressive, but Kurt did come in and just swing it. So now that Kurt is by herself, she's hanging with this other girl and she's really struggling with it. Do you think that she really felt bad? Do you think that it was just a matter of like they kind of talked down her, so she had a moment. What do you think about the whole situation between Kurt and now dividing against the girls? I think that there's a huge distinction between mm-hmm. Kurt and mm-hmm. Cam- Camille in terms yeah. of how they feel, and mm-hmm. I like the fact that the characters are so polar opposites. You mean Janae? You, kind of- you mean Janae? As in Camille is the girl with the glasses, right? That likes the boys. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I'm talking about her because Camille kind of wears her heart on... She thinks that she's not showing her cards, but she has her heart on her sleeve. And and she tries to put up this whole tough persona of yeah. I don't I'm cool I can do this by myself or I can be with the boys because I you know almost like mm-hmm. I'm above it all but for real mm-hmm. for real she is so like fragile on the inside literally one word would have her like oh why yeah. did you hurt my feelings and run home I can totally see that happening whereas mm-hmm. Kurt is the opposite she always walking around like I got this I'll punch you in your face I'll you know what I'm saying don't talk to me like that blah 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 but for real for real her vulnerability is in all of that rah rah 
you know, because mm-hmm. you don't have to do all of that. You can sit back like honey bear and peep the whole sitch and decide what you want to deal with and what you don't or where you want to insert yourself and where you don't. And she mm. doesn't take those liberties. My point is that with all that bravado, all that rah-rah, it's so apparent that you are very insecure, that you mm-hmm. really just want to be liked, that you always show up trying to bust somebody's head or take care of something. Because it's almost like, I don't want to say she plays a masculine role because a lot of times too, mm-hmm. obviously in the gay community, there's no, I'm the boy and you're the girl. It's a partnership mm-hmm. and some people have more masculine or feminine qualities just as in heterosexual relationships. But I say that to say, I think for her in her mind, and I could be wrong, but the impression I get is that she thinks that being gay and being more of a tomboy gay or mm-hmm. more of like a butch gay, that pr- means that this is the way she should act. That yeah. if she, right? But she's not, that's not really who she is. Like I can just see somebody stripping her easily. And like mm-hmm. with the girl, her showing her vulnerability with the other girl, mm-hmm. it's almost like she's trying to show I'm multifaceted. When for real, for real, you're a big ball of mess and you're scared to death everywhere you go in every position mm-hmm. that you're in. But you're constantly trying to reassure everybody else that you're okay. Like mm-hmm. if you, <laughs> I don't mean, it's not like a crazy guru. Um, But I mean, it's real. And I know these children are children. But if she had like a genuine love of self, she wouldn't feel the need to project so much. You know, it's almost like it's her mission every day to prove to the world that she's a badass. And that she can ride Mm -hmm. her skateboard and grab on the back of a truck and go through crazy New York traffic or show up, you know, and throw a party together with only a thing of Arizona tea. Like she wants so much to be, I got this. No, so I agree. I agree. So it, and th- it shows more when she's with the girl and the girl yeah. is like, you know, come, come get me. Like, take, take, take all this body. And she can't yes. even focus. She's just like, you know, I like, she's thinking about everything that has, that was said. Yeah. Um, and she's that, she is. And in that conversation, she moves on. Um, she grabs some shrooms and she goes to the girls, I guess, as an olive branch and gives them the shrooms. And they're like, girl, like, I, you haven't even apologized. First off, we don't do we don't do drugs. What they say? Okay, not <laughs> real drugs. We is what yeah, they we, we about to meth out this joint. Come on now, relax. <laughs> and then they're like, they, you know, they, they kind of lie to her again. They're like, girl, like you didn't even, you didn't even apologize. And she's like, oh, and she storms off again. Mm-hmm. Um, which leads to the final part of the scene. And before we get into this scene, I want to just make a quick notice to the scene in jail. I like how they had the uh, the girls that were in jail. I believe they were like corner girls, prostitutes maybe. I'm not sure what they were. But I like the conversation they were having about basically how she needs to hear the other, other side of the story and how, you know, basically it shows how girls can, how they, she was trying to make it seem like the girl was very promiscuous and very like mm-hmm. showing of herself. But people, I feel, I will say, people who sexually assault others, they use that, you know. Oh yeah. To, they use that, and Flirting. so it's just so it's just, right. And I like how they were, you know, prostitutes or corner girls, and they were giving a story. I think it was a a good good light to show that, you know, that doesn't mean you you should never just assume that because your friend or because someone is overly sexy. Because honestly, I'm a guy and I I like to wear my legs out. So yes, as well, like that that doesn't mean I want to be sexually assaulted. So. That's I like how they put light onto that uh, and I in the have jail cell. Sign that huge, Courtney. I mean, uh, Cortez. Mm-hmm. I agree wholeheartedly because mm-hmm. for 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 the reasons that you said, but even on top of that, to think how far mm-hmm. we've come yeah. five years ago, ten years ago, twenty years ago. Can you imagine? There would not have been any empowering, mm-hmm. you know, uh, you can do it kind of girl. 
excuse me, conversation Mm-hmm. 20 years ago they would have been stereotyped as corner girls they have no brain they're only using their bodies right. they can't mm-hmm. insert any uh, logic or reason or you know yeah. intelligent conversation in this when in fact they are holding court sweetie i do yeah. this because this is what i want to do yeah. i own my body this is my choice like can you imagine the self-empowerment that exists today where nobody mm-hmm. we're not letting that go anywhere nobody's about to slate slut shame me if I decide mm-hmm. to come out the house with a goddamn G-string on, I'm probably asking for it. But at the end of the day, if we lived in a society that respected everybody's values and didn't do the mm-hmm. judgy thing, there would be no asking for it. This is who I am to express myself. You like my booty. Thank yeah. you. Don't put your hands on it. <laughs> and that exactly. Would be it, you know? Yeah. So I so, really love, love, love that scene too. You're right. Because of what you just said, but also because it just shows how far we've come that we're writing in yeah. scenes like that. Whereas yeah. it might not even have been believable five years ago. We'd be like, now since yeah. when do hookers got a brain to be sharing exactly. some type of empowerment movement, you know? It was very key. Um, and that's what that conversation is what leads Janae to finding the girls, but she finds a sister. Um, mm-hmm. and she sets up a meeting. Um, I guess the me I, it's interesting because the meeting that it's held like a public pool. I guess mm-hmm. the girl they're like the twins. They're like uh, lifeguards. I'm not sure what they are. But yeah, I think they go to lifeguards. this pool and they're not in the swimwear. They're in bikinis. I mean, I'm sorry. They're they're in like panties and bra. <laughs> right. It was right. very funny because she was when they get there. She's like, like that's not a swimsuit. <laughs> and I was thinking the same thing. Like that's not a swimsuit. Um. So Janae goes over and talks to the girl that. Uh, accused her best friend of sexually assaulting her and the conversation you know it kind of goes how how you think it would go basically the girl she listens to the girl and she explains the side of the story and watching this scene i will say i was kind of seeing where it was going because i saw that janae's her reaction her face was given like this happened to me too she has the conversation and it find it she basically admits that it happened to her too Big old, big old mic drop. I'm like, oh. that was a heartfelt moment. But ha- you couldn't that they go. It just keep. It's the same theme, and that's what I love yeah. about the show. Not only is it empowering about yeah. women, feminism, girl power, all that good yeah. stuff, the dichotomy with men, and how that whole situation works. But even better than that is the bottom line is when you don't know, you cannot react. We get it. This your man's in them. But guess what? He lied to you. That should have been a red flag right there. The fact that he didn't feel comfortable enough to share that this situation happened or that this young lady commented in their sections and said what she said and tried to keep it under wraps should have been a red flag. But that's your man and you love him and you don't think like that. So your immediate reaction is to go defend him and his honor. And girl, do you see yourself? Men don't need no defending of honors, especially by women. And the fact that you can now relate and see that this is yeah. something that actually, you can see it right when it dawned on her in her face. And she was like, oh. Yeah, her face was very, it was like, yeah. it was given that. And, you know, uh, just a quick thought. I just, I was confused as to how, if it happened to her, why it took for this to happen, for this to come out for her to, you know, and, you know, feel she's like she's it's interesting. She never That's true. To That's girl, very true. Right? She never, what did we say initially? That she should have reached out to this girl and been like, yeah. can we have a conversation? Let's talk. Let's yeah. go smoke a doobie and have a conversation or it's whatever. It's hard though. It's very hard, it I will say, because because right. we're not just that, but I mean, it's her friend, so I get it. You know, you don't want to believe, but it's like you've been through it. It's it's a tough place, and I will I say, I'm, I'm I just, just would have, even at that age, I think 
I'd like to think that I would have yeah. um, started here and let it go there. Like, I'm not yeah. saying I still wouldn't have wanted to fight her mm -hmm. if in fact she admitted that she lied or whatever mm -hmm. the case may be, but I'm not yeah. going to start there. You know what I mean? Because yeah. I want to hear your side of the story. Like, I'm all for the juicy. Let's get it. Like, spill that tea. Let's get to talking. And then I'll make a determination having had heard both sides. Yeah. It would have so, been nice. Okay. That was the end of the episode. Yes. Um, I guess before we run out of time, let's give a quick prediction as to how we think things will move forward. Because it's, it's getting really good. So mm -hmm. what's your quick prediction on moving forward, episode five? A quick six. prediction, shoot. I don't, I have, mine is more for like an overall thought process. I would really like to see Kurt come into her own as mm -hmm. not such a, let me present myself as how I want mm -hmm. you to portray or how to mm -hmm. see me as much as who I, like let that vulnerability really exist. You know what yeah. I mean? Nobody's going to side eye you. Nobody's going to call you a punk or a soft or mm -hmm. whatever assumptions, whatever fears you have. But just embrace who you really are, I guess is what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. I want Kurt to have like an epiphany and wake up one morning and go, wait, you know what? These girls like me regardless. Like I ain't got to do mm -hmm. all this. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I'd like to see that. So I guess my quick prediction would be for Indigo. I, I, she, you know, she makes the phone call for the modeling. And I, I don't know if that's going to work out for her because modeling is very cutthroat. And, you know, she's not, she's very young. So I think that's actually going into danger, but I understand it's quick money or that's what she thinks is quick money. So mm -hmm. I think it's going to get very rough for her. And Janae, you know, I don't know how she's going to confront her friend, but um, I don't know. The fact that she's been through it and she knows someone else now, that's going to be very sticky. So that's my quick, quick prediction. It's going to get sticky. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that concludes episode three and four. I'm excited for the rest. Um, before we head out, let us know where we can find you, Miss Kitty. Oh, please look me up on social media, baby. I'm on IG at Kitty Kaboom, K-I-T-T-I-E-K-A-B-O-O-M. And on Twitter at Kitty Meow. Oh, <laughs> and you can find me on Instagram at Stupid Wild Tez. And we can talk about the show and meet other shows. So if nothing else, uh, we're going to get out of here. And thank you all for tuning in for After Buzz. Betty after show, and we'll see you guys next week for episode five. Yes. Bye. bye, guys. Thanks for tuning in. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principal.